Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Mover Podcast, episode 110. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host to my left. He is the 10th wonder of the world, the puncher of walls, Dickalish himself, Richard Garcia. Going on, everyone? How's everyone doing? And also joining us, you know him, you love him. He is the coupon cutie, the $100 man, Bobby Diaz. Yes! New camera, you could actually see me. Oh, you look great today, dude. <laughs> and rounding out the crew, you probably hate him. Julio, we're talking to you. He is the handsomest man alive, the COVID cutie, uh, the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalao. Hey, happy 5th of July, you fucks. Hey, How yeah. are you? Did you guys have a good 4th of July? <laughs> it's kind of yeah, weird this yeah, year. Yeah, I did. I just... Yeah, what'd you guys do? Did you guys do anything dope? It was... Just stayed home. I mean... That's pretty much it. Just stayed home, chilled my backyard, and just watched the fireworks go off. Yeah, shouts out to all the people that spent money on fireworks for hooking me up with a fireworks show last night. That was really cool. Dude. Um, yeah, stayed home, barbecued uh, Salvadorian sausages, elote, Ooh. fire roasted Hell. elote, and uh, some uh, carne asada. So very American over here at this household. <laughs> we also watched. We also watched Rocky IV and Independence Day. As well, nice and Hamilton and George. We had we watched a bunch of shit. The new George Lopez was really funny too. Uh, it's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, it it's classic George Lopez. It. It's like the classic, you, the guy that like you remember from like the two thousand. Dude, the fireworks did not stop until like probably one thirty over here. Are you serious? Yeah. Did you guys have that fireworks show in Lancaster? Yeah, it was nice, dude. It was pretty cool. I mean, we could see it from our backyard. Dang, Lancaster's like fuck Newsome. We're doing this shit. Yeah, for real. But I mean, it was people you couldn't get out of your car. So it was like people would sit, sit in their car and watch the fireworks. Okay. I mean, oh, that's, that's cool. That no one got out of their cars. So it was it was cool. That's safe. But um, I felt like everybody spent their entire stimulus check on fireworks because <laughs> it was so oh, yeah. dang loud, man. I It was popping off. Our cat was going bonkers, man. So I'm, scared. I, I don't remember it a year where it was like that so- crazy. Like, yeah, it sounded like there was thunder going off everywhere it was crazy yeah it was wild yeah um but yeah that was the fourth of july was cool you know we had a little barbecue um i'm still wearing the same shirt from yesterday uh shouts out to the la galaxy for hooking me up with this uh, cool shirt and uh yeah um let's get into the show uh let's get into our sponsors let's give it up to our friends at lapelia.com if you're in the market for some wrestling merchandise look no further go to lapelia.com use our promo code put me over and in turn that website will put you over you get 20 percent off your entire order there also make sure you go out and check out our friends at grudge match brand and grudge match apparel on instagram uh turn on the notifications hot fire coming through nonstop. they actually updated their website so they have like stuff they have on hand is actually in real time now so definitely go check it out you can find out when things are like low stock um but they're they're just putting out fire shirts we were talking about it earlier how bobby's always getting complimented from every shirt he wears from uh from grudge match so definitely yeah. give them a follow we have new shirts coming from them as well too they're great people so go support them um also if you're in the market for some put me over merchandise go to our website putmeoverpodcast.com for all of your put me over podcast merchandise wants and needs um we got shirts hats stickers you name it it's there and if you don't we'll make it for you so go and check that out use our promo code kofi forever for 20 percent off there as well um and that's it for the plugs oh also we have another new sponsor guys um 
I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I don't have the glasses on me, but um, we had a, we had a special guest uh, pre-record uh, his uh, his promo for us. So let me hand it off to our friend, oh. the Macho Man Randy Sandwich. Oh yeah, dropping in every Tuesday. Whenever you want a new sandwich, go to It's Me A3K on Instagram. Yeah, he makes sandwiches that you wouldn't believe. Yeah, let me tell you something. Whenever you want to see what you check in with the man, the macho man, Randy Sandwich, yeah. Yeah, Matt, that's our new our new sponsor, guys. Macho Man Randy oh, Sandwich. Nice. So got me uh, hungry right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be delivering hot sandwiches to your doorstep. So go check out Macho Man Randy Sandwich whenever he gets to Instagram. Anyways, let's get into the real show. Let's get into the news. Let's get into some dicks dirty news. What? Take it away, Dick. All right, guys. Um, you know, first off, let's start by saying this. Uh, at least this week, is, it wasn't as newsworthy as it was last week, and thank God. Yeah. Um, just, it, 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 I don't, not, not by any means was a slow week in the news, but just, I'm just, over the past couple of weeks, just hearing about, like, just this bad negativity that's been surrounding pro wrestling. Some big news this week with uh, with WWE um, swiping up Evolve officially. Um, they've been under the WWE umbrella for quite a while, um, for the past couple of years, but it's official. Uh, they've uh, they've acquired Evolve um, mainly for the video library and for the rights. So Evolve has is no longer ceasing to exist as so, of Wednesday. So they're just buying it and then taking it down. Like there's no more Evolve. Is it just going to be like an is it a territory or basically no more evolve? We just bought their taper library. It could be a couple things. I mean, um, evolve for the longer. I mean, I mean NXT in the beginning was WWE's developmental, now became evolve. So it could. Uh, I mean, the number one thing they did was obviously for the for the tape library. I mean, they they got all the collection of uh, they got the archive footage of all the matches and all the stuff that Evolve has done over the years. That's the number one thing. Which includes a lot of early stuff from guys from, like, the Undisputed Era and, yeah. and shit like that. So, yeah. A who's who of uh, talent that have, at one point or another, gone through Evolve's doors. Now they have access to it, um, which is, you know, the WWE, they they always looking for things to add to uh, their network, which is good for them. Um, but as far as how much they acquired it for, there's no details as far as how much it goes um given right now going on with with how things are going there's really no one else other than wwe and AEW that are running shows uh so that's just where we're at right now uh, maybe as soon as we get further information we'll we'll find out like as far as what the details of it go um gabe sapolsky has now um he, he one thing about him is that he's actually now working officially with wwe so um how that's going to be down the road. It could be good, bad, and different. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, one less wrestling promotion uh, has folded. And just a couple weeks ago, Chikara folded as well. Yeah, I wonder if uh, WWE is going to buy their tape library too. I could see that happening at, at this point. Did you? Did I never say how much they bought. For Chikara? Oh, how much did they no, buy they uh, Evolve, Evolve? for? Um, no details. So we don't know yet as far as what, 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 the, what the costs are. But... Um, I'm sure once we hear it, then we'll find out. Okay. What do you think? What do you think it's worth? Oof. 
I was reading. I was reading details, and they basically had no money left, so they had to sell. Like it was either sell or get nothing. Um, so I, they probably got lowballed to hell, dude. Knowing Vince, yeah, probably. Yeah, Vince probably <laughs> got it. Got that WCW discount. Take it or leave it, Buster. I mean, they weren't running shows. They haven't run shows in months, so um, it was just wild. It's it was only a matter it was only a matter of time. I mean, before before you know, and 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 this is just maybe possibly of what to expect from other companies as well, because a lot of independent companies they haven't run shows in months. So could this be like the beginning of possibly like all these independent companies being bought up by WWE or and or ceasing to exist? What's the landscape going to look like in the next six months, next twelve months, next two years? I mean. Uh, it's too early to tell. I mean, it's kind of a not a good and bad thing, but it's kind of one of those things where the market was so oversaturated already. I mean, you know, you're going to have to make these moves for sustainability for the entire you know community of of, of wrestling, independent wrestling. Um, you can't have too many promotions, I guess. Or maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Um, I think. This is kind of like that. Um, it's going to be an era of like not many wrestling companies are going to exist after this. I mean, it's, especially when you only have two of them doing live shows. So right. it's gonna it's gonna be crazy after this whole thing is done. What kind of new ones end up sprouting up could because be of this? So I mean, I mean, it could happen, but it's very unlikely. We just lost bar wrestling too in Southern California. So that that's another one to add to the list. Man. Um, that sucks. You know, we'll, we'll be going back to PWG, I guess. If PWG is even still around, I mean, they got uh, Excalibur on AEW, so like that's what? True. That's very true. Maybe you PWG know, can be bought by AEW. That could be like their dude, developmental. That'd be, dope. That'd be or like a merger of some sort. Yeah, like, I, I think the, the era, the era of like the small independents is over for a while, at least, at least for a couple of years till this thing blows over. Um, it's gonna be, you know, AEW and. Uh, you know, WWE are backed by mil- billionaires or millionaires. I don't know how rich Tony Khan is, but like billions. Um, the Khan family's worth billions. They're they're, they're yeah, richer so than big bands for sure. So that's that's the only way you're gonna have a chance to make your money back is if you have a lot of money. So uh, yeah, indie promotions are gonna be gone for a while, at least in the states. I don't know how it's gonna be overseas, but in the states, we're pretty. They're pretty much fucked. It's gonna be kind of a two-person battle right now. Yeah, especially when you have like pro wrestling tees, like you can still sell merch on their website as well. So that's like another it's another outlet for wrestlers to get paid. Um, so, I mean, less during, during this time, especially. Yeah, less promotions, but they don't have to be on the road hawking merch. They got a web store on pro wrestling tees. So that's a way, you know, to help sustain something. Yeah, right. It would be cool if like uh, both WWE and AEW did something like how. uh like English league soccer is how there's tiers <laughs> like division five, you know, before they get to the premier league, which would be, which would be the top echelon. That'd yeah. be tight if they had something like that. I mean, if they kind of do have that, that's what NXT is. It's their right, feeder right. and they move up when they be- become right. the, you know, the better wrestler, right. but. Well, now I mean, it's, now it's their third brand. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's not even considered yeah. really. now that they have a developmental for their developmental. Which is weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, if if they want to, 
if they want to bring back the Evolve name, they can use Evolve as a developmental brand and have right. it be the new NXT and have NXT be the third brand. And you have you have three main brands and, and Evolve, even though it's not, it's not its own company again, it could just be like, kind of like how um, ECW was back in the mid-2000s, where it's just the name brand only. Yeah. Right. So that's, it, it, it's possible. We'll see what happens down the road, though. Bring back um, Sunday yeah. Night Heat, you know, featuring Evolve. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, no more show, no more shows, man. But <laughs> I, I think I think there's too much. There's too much shows. There's too much. There's definitely way too much at the moment. Even during this pandemic, there's still a lot. I think like, I've only watched up. one episode of AW Dark, and I heard Dark is good, but like I just it's too much. It's yeah. got time, man. Who's got the time? Uh, you know, and um, I mean. Not technically NWA as well. There's uh, you guys include NWA. They're still somehow running shows, or they were running shows. I but they are in a lot of trouble after they're this in a whole, lot of trouble as well. We not we might not have the NWA for much longer because of the allegations. Oof. Um. Not good. Not looking good for them either. And I really liked NWA too. I thought it was a great alternative to mainstream, you know, wrestling product. Um. But yeah, that's that's another thing that's happening. Um. You got anything else, Dick? You were, um, I didn't mean to cut you off, Bobby. You were going to say something. Oh, no, no, no. I was just like uh, saying that NWA has been, been around for forever. And it'd be kind of sad to see them gone. Like WWE or somebody would buy them up. You know, it, it would it would happen. They got that history. Would, they got the history. It, it would, sucks to see that stuff happen, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, anything else, Dick? So uh, last week we, we were hearing about how um, WWE, rightfully so, was uh, getting roasted for its uh, policy on handling the coronavirus. And uh, now, if you, know, if you guys noticed this week um, on, on the shows, they're now uh, having masks implemented, like making masks mandatory. I mean, Did you guys notice that on the shows? I noticed it last week because um, they got under got under fire for not for, I guess, news broke that like they were banning masks they don't want people wearing masks on the shows and, and it, then yeah it depends on where uh, on where you heard it from um some some have said that it came from either vince himself or from kevin dunn where they were where they kind of were questioning your were questioning your allegiance to to the product if you didn't wear a mask well now they're making masks mask mandatory now they have a policy where if you're get, if you're not wearing a mask and while on t- while be there they find you five hundred dollars for the first time a thousand dollars the second time dude because that that one guy that with that like hits the high note he was he was getting roasted for not wearing his mask the entire show because there was parts of the show that he uh he was taking his mask off where he, he clearly wasn't what so they have to wear masks now wwe is and um that's, I mean, that's good story um aw they don't have that policy i think they should have that same policy as well um, even though they're, they're, they're in an outdoor arena, it's still, if you're, if you're going to do it for one, you know, ha- have the other, um, especially if you, if you say like, well, we have, we run a tight ship around here. We run right. a sloppy shop. Right. Mm-hmm. I heard they actually had those people come in. I, there's people who, uh, were in the crowd. There's the, I forgot what article I was reading. I think it was bleach or some bullshit, but, um, where they said they let a bunch of people without temperature checks, uh, some extras, but they were in the top bleachers or something. Yes, I, I saw that uh, too, yeah. So be careful, Taz, because internet has receipts, buddy. So uh, 
Well, the thing is, they, they, they were so far away. Like, they didn't give them, like, the swab test. They gave them temperature checks. Um, right. And right. they're so far away that they don't think that, you know, anything can be transmitted. But we're still learning shit about this coronavirus every day. So right. I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't like, get too comfortable yet. That meme of, like, uh, the, I think it was, like, in Mexico or something, when it threw the temperature checks with the hands. What? I think you know? so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Put the guy's hands on their head. <laughs> That's what you see. That fool's gone wild. I don't know. I think some some stupid fucking meme site. I think it probably was like uh, the food community. I think it was. I think they posted that. Yeah, some meme. <laughs> it, it was probably some meme page online. That's some like uh, Mexican witch like shit right there, dude. The mom shit for yeah yeah uh, we Mexican put like no don't worry about it everyone has been tested by guillermo outside but with his hand and we put vix on everybody's lips so there's no transmission the vix kills it everyone has uh, everyone has a seven up in the audience <laughs> they all have ginger ale oh, man. it's fine they, they all have seven up and vix are fine <laughs> but no, no laughing joke though. Uh, Mexico, especially the lot, especially the Mexican wrestlers, and what's going on in Mexico. That there's a lot of people who tested positive for for COVID, and uh, even some wrestlers have died from it. As a matter of fact, you just really? don't hear about it. You rarely hear about Wait, it. Really? It happens in Mexico. Um, not a lot of names, especially that we're familiar with. But uh, there's been at least from from what I've heard, at least. Uh, reported by um by Meltzer at least 20 deaths and that's an understatement it could be even more what what when was this wow. is that like cmml cmml triple a um even some of the uh smaller promotions damn that sucks oh my gosh that's terrible you just we just, just don't hear about it because it's it's in mexico and there's there's quite a bit um some sources have said that it's underreported that there might be more but at, at least 20 wrestlers have passed away due to COVID. Um, now, granted, it could be a lot of them are older or they weren't as good health, but I mean, that's still a lot. That's still a big number. And we just don't hear about it here in the States because uh, coverage of Mexican wrestling and the Mexican scene, it, it, you don't hear as much as compared to here in the, in the US, Canada, um, Britain, and Japan. Um, so it could be more, but. It's definitely from if we if we thought we had it bad here, and we do, it's worse in Mexico. No one's it dying. Is much yet. worse. Yeah, it's, that's that's really scary. Hopefully, it's really scary. Hopefully, they wake up and take it as serious as uh, everyone else is, at least in the wrestling community yeah. here. Um, damn, that sucks. Um, I don't know to transition to. Uh, it's kind of a yeah. It's a it's a weird it's a weird segue to to trans uh to tra and we should have said something about this last week, but it's just we were just there was just so much news about the, uh, the allegations uh, and the, and the Me Too movement and um, you know wrestling's not spared. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this is not related. This is non wrestling related, but um, the. Oh, um, the CEO of Evil. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Evil. They're like a fighting game uh, tournament. They have like it's kind of like the WrestleMania fighting games each year. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. The, uh, the CEO has been um, was uh, accused of doing a bunch of um, not so nice things um, back in the day when he was when he was younger. Um, sexual misconduct um, to Ooh. a lot of the players, a lot of the uh, players in, in, in the community. Uh, so. Oh. 
That's it's not bad. good. Yeah. It kind of ties in with with wrestling because AEW like linked up with them at their last Evo show, right? I feel like they had Fighter Fest last year. Fighter Fest Evo. was last year, but at Evo, uh, right? No, it was CEO. CEO, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, never mind. But um yeah, it, it does relate a little bit to it because um the, you're, you're hearing about this in, in, in about the fighting game community, about the video game community, and you know it, it's just it's crazy. Like we're um, we're just going through some crazy times right now, and it just seems like we're hearing more and more of these stories. So uh, it's Buckle it's going to get interesting down the road. Halfway yeah. done. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're halfway done with 2020, and and now there was ugh. there was floods yesterday in in uh, Newport Beach. In Southern yeah, California, that's fine. yeah, I'll <laughs> like, take that. I don't care. Who had who had a uh, who, <laughs> who had flooding in California uh, for July? I don't. Th- uh, I definitely did. Yeah, someone's just fucking I, with the timeline, dude. Someone's trying dude. to go back in time to fix it, and they're just making it worse every time they come back. <laughs> it's just worse stupid, Marty. <laughs> come on, Marty, get it together. <laughs> uh, speaking about. Home- Speaking about going back in time, I want to take you back to a simpler time. On this day. The year was 1994, I think. On the USS Intrepid, 4th of July weekend, Yokozuna uh, pretty much challenged the entire United States to come out. And whoever could body slam him could win a Chevy or a Ford-like truck. It, it probably was brand new at the time, but like in hindsight, that truck looks like shit now. Um <laughs> It's it's a very '90s truck, um, but you had guys from football teams, hockey teams, celebrities uh, come in trying to body slam Yokozuna, and no one could do. It. You guys remember watching that? I, I shared it yesterday because I I remembered it. It, it was one of my, one of the things I like to watch on Fourth of July. Um, Vince really wanted Lex Luger to be the next Hulk Hogan, and you know, evil foreign forces against America. No one's going to stand for that. Everyone's going to root for the American American guy. So they had this body slam challenge on on a on a boat or on a on a warship. Um it's it just takes me back to a simpler time in wrestling, you know. Um especially I love Vince McMahon on commentary. I don't know if I've said that enough. Uh Vince McMahon on commentary is top tier for me. S level tier wrestling yeah, commentator. Yeah. 100%. 100%. He was so charismatic and his voice like like he sounded like he loved it and was in in charge of it and he was calling it like with so much passion yeah like what better way he's remember he's the owner and promoter of this company right what like and people are doing commentary for his show and they're probably saying not the way that he would say it so what better way to just put the headset on and be like all right i'm gonna fucking do it myself then and he would sell everybody he got he got so many people over just the way like he would, t- you know, he would go Vince McMahon before Vince McMahon was Mr. McMahon. He would go Vince McMahon, um, and Lex Luger shows up with a helicopter. Are you goddamn kidding me? You had guys like Crush, Tatanka. No one could take down Yokozuna, and then they're like, "All right, Yokozuna wins, I guess." I don't know how he's gonna drive that truck. There's no way he could fit in that single single cab truck. Um, <laughs> I could imagine Yokozuna driving around in that truck. In the trunk, <laughs> they'd have to take out. The, they'd have to sit all the way in the back. There's no way he can fit in that truck. No a single way. cab. You'd have, have, have to have a sunroof. 
And then mid mid match, so people are trying to to take out Yokozuna. Mid match, he starts eating a bowl of rice. It's the weirdest thing. It's it's borderline uh, it's borderline racist because you got to remember Yokozuna was not Japanese. He was uh, Just a little bit. He's very Samoan. Uh, and then <laughs> Lex Lex Luger comes in on a helicopter and to like save the day. And um, he cu- he cuts this promo on Yokozuna, and it's it's it that's almost a little racist too because he's like it's people. There's nothing wrong with America. The problem with America is people like you. And I whoa whoa all American boy. Uh, that was a, a little 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 ting there. Um, but he finally you know body slams Yokozuna and he wins a truck. Um, and Vince McMahon is trying to get this guy over. Macho Man even tried to do it and he couldn't get him up. No, he couldn't. I think they wanted this to seem like the, the you know, the body slam on Andre the Giant. Yes. That's sure. what they right. thought that this was going to be. But it definitely it was wasn't. Around the world. <laughs> yeah. But the thing was, is like when I was a kid, I honestly thought Yokozuna was Japanese. Oh, I did 100%. too. 100%. I did too. He had Mr. Fuji. I was like, this guy's, this guy's a monster from Japan. He's an uh, enemy. <laughs> He's an enemy. <laughs> yeah, if you if you if you played any of the um if you played the Royal Rumble or Raw on um the consoles back in the day, they showed his bio his bio um from the Polynesian Islands. Oh. Oh what? They broke they broke kayfabe really? in the video game, eh? They kind they kind of broke kayfabe in um in the video. You, <laughs> you would think like to in keep it his? consistent, he'd be like from Japan. Yes. But um. I, to come to think about it, I don't think they ever mentioned where he was from. Did they ever mention that? I mean, it was implied he was from Japan. Yeah, it he, wasn't until he did, until he spoke. It was, it, it was implied. I mean, they implied that he was from Japan, but they never. You never heard Howard Finkel say from Japan or from Tokyo from anywhere. They just they just announced his weight. Like they just and and they, and they kept up in his weight. I don't know if that was kayfabe or if well he uh, kept Yoko up in his really weight too. Did. <laughs> if he really did gain that much weight, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Because toward the he end of his run, guy. he was he was reported to be over seven hundred pounds. He was yeah, geez, pretty man. useless. But but he could still do that super kick. I can't do a super kick because my my <laughs> knees are so bad. I can't imagine Yokozuna getting his leg up that high. He had a big Wild. old butt too, dude. Yeah, dude. Vince McMahon yeah, really Rikishi made butt. people. Vince McMahon was the king of that, dude. Dude, and it's crazy because when you're you don't you didn't think he was the owner or like no you had no think, idea you just think, no okay. wild what a job man. look at uh Shawn michaels wrestlemania uh 12 when he comes down on the zip line and vince mcmahon is like selling it like coming from the heavens oh what a ride like you don't get that anymore dude not only do you not get nope. people coming from the top of the building obviously but like you don't get the excitement that I feel like Vince McMahon delivered. The the last time someone was that like like Vince was Jr. Literally the only right. one that could be yeah like put beside him. I think I would put well, Morrow up there. Yeah, Morrow and, and probably uh, what's his name? Um, uh, ah, damn Joey Styles. No, uh, he, uh, man, I can't remember his name. Bobby Heenan. I'm, I'm lost. Where was he yeah, from? Bobby Heenan and uh, the other guy. Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon. Yes. He was a good. Oh, yeah. He was good on Monterey. Yes. He was good right. on commentary. Uh, but yeah, Vince. But, uh, yeah, Vince was insane. The Boyhood Dream. That sticks in my mind when I'm working out or anything. 
Like yes. anything I'm trying to accomplish. Great the boyhood call. dream of Vince's commentary is the greatest call ever. That's so fucking good to me. The boyhood dream, pause, has come true. Pause. Perfect. Yeah. All day. Give me that Give all me. day. And then he, he's, yeah, he's looking at the belt and then he's like praising the belt. Like, God damn it. The belt meant so much more back then. Yeah. Absolutely. I miss it. On I miss this it. day. Vince, I don't think it's enough credit for what he did in the role as, a, as the, as a play, as the lead play by play guy. He often gets overlooked by Jr. and more often than not, rightfully so. Um, I, I think Jr. is the best wrestling commentator of all time. I didn't I, I didn't grow up in the time where you had Gordon Soley. A lot of people said, you know, Gordon Soley was number one and then Jr. number two. I, to me, I think Jr. is number one. Um, unless I find someone who is better than Jr. who has the product, the knowledge, and the passion, there's no one going to be there like Jr. But Vince yeah. had the passion. Exactly. You, you yeah. may not know a lot of the moves. But he sure as hell had the passion. Or body parts. Or the body parts, for that matter. Exactly. Solar plexus. The, the solar plexus. <laughs> what the fuck is a solar plexus, I, dude? That's so weird. What? Such, I'll, I'll read the definition. because I, 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 I need to know where the solar plexus are. Right here. here. That's what I imagine. It's here. here. I picture, like, <laughs> here. In your heart. So this wherever is, you want this it to is be the definition this is uh the, the definition from um that i found online a complex of ganglia and radiating nerves of the sympathetic system at the pit of the stomach i wow. still have no idea where the solar plexus <laughs> you just read the definition i have no idea where it's at yeah so i that's took the- a lot of biology classes and um not once did they ever <laughs> quiz me on where the solar plexus was ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> ever <laughs> I love that you took biology and they never mentioned bio- solar plexus once. Nope. I know ever. <laughs> ever. I know I'm I same here, Byron. They never ever mentioned the solar plexus. I feel like I got ripped off. That would have been a great question. Like if I ever took biology, my first question would be like, um, excuse me, professor, where are the solar plexus? <laughs> what? Wait, what? Got him. Got him. Um, I'm the teacher so smart now. now, huh? I'm the teacher now. It, it, his reaction would be like um, when Chris Farley was um, <laughs> that SNL skit where he's like, "Sir, you're not drinking. You're, you're not drinking coffee. Huh? You're drinking what? the decaffeinated crystals." <laughs> what? Oh man! But yeah, I would look at him right in the eyes. Look at me now. I am the teacher now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's like the best scene ever. Yeah, that's my favorite SNL. One skit. of my favorite SNL skits um, as well. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of the week in wrestling? I I I kind of started watching it with everything kind of going on in the world. Fourth of July already felt weird. I mean, I'm on a beach, but you know, that's just because <laughs> you got to get outside. You're on your own private beach. I'm so on my own okay. private beach. Yeah. Um, but you know, wrestling is kind of taking a back seat for me personally. Um. And then when I do watch, I'm just not into it, you know? Yeah. It's hard to be into something like that when this whole thing is happening. Like, we can't even hang out with each other. It's, like, it's just difficult to, like, get into, like, something like that. Even though it's our one of our favorite hobbies to do is watch wrestling. Right. It's just difficult, man. Like, it's so hard to get into anything like that. That, and they're not giving us anything that I want to get into. Right. Yeah, that too. Well, I'd rather watch- I'd rather watch old wrestling clips or old matches. I find myself doing that more. 
I'll just be on the network or on YouTube, just like Googling great matches or great, great wrestling events. Oh yeah. Um, honestly, I'd rather watch that uh, past stuff. Maybe we should do an episode where we go over like a, a past wrestling match or a wrestling event just to centralize, you know, awesome times in wrestling. Cause right now it's kind of a weird period for everybody, including yeah. wrestlers. So, Watching yeah. that Yokozuna slam yesterday, it I had a smile on my face the whole time. Like it was just, it, I don't know, maybe it was the nostalgia glasses, but it definitely like felt different. It, it it was a different product back then. I don't know. I liked it a lot more than different product and different time as well. And then you got Vince McMahon hyping me up. As well. You got Lex Luger winning a truck. Come on, man. Simpler times. <laughs> um, maybe I'll post something to the IG and give it to our audience to give us some homework. To review oh, yeah. uh, some old school matches and uh, uh, right. what you guys think. Yeah, definitely watch. give us feedback for that. Yeah, um, take a try poll. To hear from you guys. I would like to maybe talk about like golden era stuff. I feel yeah. like that doesn't get as much love. Also, early in your house stuff was was a lot of fun too. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. But definitely, it'd be fun to revisit those too, just for our sanity. Yeah, because, you know, as much as they want to put Angel Garza and Andrade out on TV, which I love, give me more of it, um, there's not really a whole lot going on. You got the... Uh, what... Well, at least on Raw and SmackDown, like, I, to, to me, I, I wait till Wednesdays. Wednesdays really were the, were the nights. that That's really where, like, I look forward to the most is, is um, Wednesdays. And, I thought uh, AEW and NXT brought it this week. In a big Both way. Both of them did. Uh, a, I, um, the first night for uh, Fighter Fest was, I thought, was great. Um, first night, a Great American Bash, um, just as good. It it was it, it was good. Um, I still think I think Dynamite this week was the stronger show between the two, but both were solid shows, uh, none, nonetheless. Yeah. Um, NXT won the ratings battle, right? They yeah. did. They, uh, for the second week in a row, they won the overall ratings number. Um, as far as the key demos go, uh, AEW did um, did win the major ones except the above 50 crowd. Uh, but the gap is uh, – it, it wasn't as bad as it was last week. So um, you can chalk it up to – for it being a funky week for, for whatever reason. Um, but, yeah, NXT did win the overall ratings again for the second week in a row. Is, wow. Is, right now, are they doing like – is it sweeps week or something like that? Because I feel like – both shows are trying to counter program each other for is it like a new quarter right now that's happening it's it's the fact that um it's the fact that it, or it, AEW I mean, just... NXT's, NXT, nxt's main goal i mean it has always been to counter program what AEW's been doing um i mean look look at nxt being on usa t- uh, two hours a week i mean it was not coincidental they were they were brought on there to uh, counter program AEW, and I feel like it's, I mean, look at the ratings for the past couple of weeks. It's been working. But it's um, almost like AEW announces something, and then NXT's like, oh, yeah, we're doing that too. Oh, you're having a, I a, agree. a, a special look, a special event? Okay, we're having one too. Oh, you guys are having a big American main Bash. event? We're having one too. Oh, you're making it I two weeks? We're going to make it two weeks. You know what I mean? Perfect. Um, same Great thing. American Bash was a perfect example. Um, yeah. and, and now we're getting Brian Cage and John Moxley in two weeks. Um, for their fight for their fallen special uh, AEW. Yeah, real, real quickly, I'm glad you mentioned that. So they were, uh, so they were supposed to wrestle next week. Um, it appears that they, they, they did tape all of Fighter Fest on Wednesday, so they were gonna, um, they were gonna have night two be next Wednesday. But 
Um, I'm sure if you guys have heard, uh, Moxie's wife, Renee Young, did test positive for the coronavirus. He hasn't tested negative. He's He's gone through multiple testing. He hasn't tested positive. He hasn't tested positive, which is good. Yes. Uh, and he still feels like he didn't want to take the chance. So it was his call. He told Tony Khan, you know what? I'm not going to fly in yet to do the match because they were supposed to do the match last um, last Wednesday and have it aired for the July um, for the July 8th show. Yes, for but night two of the uh, Fighter Fest. He didn't feel ready for it, and understandably so. So they're going to have it rescheduled to the 15th, and that's going to be the fight for the Fallen event. So how is this going to affect the ratings for AEW for this week? I mean, it could affect it because that was a very heavily promoted match for yeah. night two. I mean, it's your I'm, world champion. It's Brian Cage. And- Sorry. Yeah, it's it's it sucks, but it's good that he has that foresight to like not want to uh, you know break out for like something like this to end up ruining AEW's you know tapings. Yeah, let me. Because if he goes and he's like, oh, I'm fine, you know, whatever, it's asymptomatic, you know, he's fine. But then he goes and he spreads his you know his germs everywhere, and um, everyone gets. The coronavirus then what you have to stop filming and the whole show is done for you know however long it takes to clean all that up or he could go back to his wwe gimmick where he was wearing a gas mask and protect everybody that way i mean ahead of the times now i think now you're on to something it was a good, look. A good look yeah i mean i'm <laughs> um, looking like bane yeah that was that was dope um <laughs> That was the one redeeming thing from the final couple months of his run. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Raw started off so weird. I felt like I missed something because it started off, they were, like, already in the ring fighting each other, um, Sasha and Asuka. And then it broke into, like, a Ziggler promo. And then it was really weird. Um, basically setting up the main event like they always do. But other than that, Nothing really happened on Raw to me. I mean, Big Show beat. Uh, what did Big Show beat? Big Show wrestled someone and he won. Uh, I mean, Raw. You, you had Big Show. You had Ric Flair on the show. Ric Flair. Oh yeah, it was. It, oh yeah, it was a handicap match. It, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, uh, that did. That didn't do the. That didn't do Andrade and Garza any favors by what, having Show win. What's the point of having them beat the Viking Raiders in a match earlier in the night? And then have them lose in a handicap match to the Big Show. What's the point there? Like, what are they trying? Are they trying to make Big Show seem like a threat to Randy Orton? Yeah, I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with the show. He's it's crazy that he's just they're gonna build him up, obviously, so somebody can take him down. Um, why him though? I mean, there's other big guys you can use. Where's Gender? You know, I thought he was supposed to be back soon. I I don't know. Well, I don't know if he's know. still hurt. Uh, but yeah, I I felt like. I haven't heard anything about gender. Felt like they just chopped the knees off the the two hardest working Mexicans in the company uh, by having in them the lose to one person. Yeah, in the world, well, probably. Well, the thing the thing with show, I mean, I, I, the only thing I can speculate on that is I think they're going back slowly to Ready Orton being the legend killer, and they've been, they've, maybe this yeah. is kind of a way to build up show so that way he can be fed to Orton and show off. Yawn. Yeah, I'm over that. That's Come the only on. thing to think of. Like, I mean, it's... I agree. I agree with you. I'm I'm not oh, a big fan. Man. of Man, um, obviously another reason why they're doing it is obviously the ratings. They're they're trying to get they're trying to pull a number and they're pulling guys like Show and Flair to come out there. Um, I'm not a fan of Ric Flair being at the tapings for no. for, for for Raw. Totally unnecessary. Um, 
Conrad Conrad Thompson did do an interview and um, where he made a statement saying that um, he understood why Rick is doing it. Um, he wouldn't go out there if WWE can't guarantee his safety. Plus, Rick's the kind of guy that you know he'll if there's a job for him, he'll go out there and do it. Yeah. So he still has that mentality of wanting to wanting to be somehow part of the business, not being in the ring per se, but still being a part of the business. So as Dude. long as he feels he's okay with it and WWE can be okay with him being there and, you know, ha- not compromise if, his safety, then he'll keep doing it. If WWE gave him like top dollar to be in a wrestling match, Ric Flair would do it. Absolutely. 100%. They won't clear him. They'll never he, clear But him. I'm just saying if they did, I'm just saying he would do it. He's that type of person who he just doesn't care. He wants to be in the product. He's that type of uh, person that loves wrestling so much. Yeah, that he'll do anything to be part of it. Like he doesn't want to let go of that. No, and, he doesn't. Um, and you know, his, right. that was his whole life. So you can, it's understandably. But at the same time, it's like at the times we're in, he's the last person I want to see get sick. So he sh- he shouldn't be there. But no. I mean, if. <laughs> That's what he wants to do, then, you know, whatever. But I, I again, I don't feel very comfortable with him being there. But if that's what he wants to do, I mean, <laughs> he's got a so lot of alimony it. to pay. So uh, you know, yeah, he's, he's he's been living on the edge since day one. So I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, gonna stop him from that. That's who he is. And if he dies doing what he loves, I guess for him specifically, that's that's not a bad way to go out. You know, because. So. When he came out, he didn't come off like, oh, my God, that's Ric Flair. He came off as, like, who's his grandpa? You know, he didn't come off like a legend Ric Flair. He came off of just, like, an an old guy who got, got a microphone and wandered on stage. Uh, I know. That was that was the, just me. Which is probably the case. He probably begged to be on, to be honest. Yeah, he, I would have. Knowing what we know about Ric Flair, he loves this shit more yeah. than anybody. So like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's his prerogative. He's a grown ass, super grown ass dude. So um, he can <laughs> make a grown ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, how much they've been doing this story with Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins for I feel like three months now. When is a when is the blow off coming? I don't know. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I'm over yeah. it. And now you have Alistair Black and uh, Humberto Carrillo, who I hate when they're like, that's his hero. He grew up idolizing Rey Mysterio. Why? Why? Because he's Mexican. You got to like lump yeah. all that together. Like, he probably liked Rey, but not like his idol. And then he did a six one nine. Like, look at he's paying tribute to his idol, Rey Mysterio. No, no, not all luchador wrestlers are idolizing Rey Mysterio the way that WWE wants well, you to think. That and also the fact that they've made Mysterio older. Like they just by saying that, like these these guys idolize him. They, yeah. To me, it, it, it they make the wrestlers, they make they make the legends older than they appear. Like I don't think Ray is that old. I mean, I think he's probably what in his mid forties. I want to say. He's, yeah, he's probably. Relatively young. He's just been wrestling for a long time because he's been, he's wrestling, been wrestling since he was like sixteen. Since sixteen, yeah. yeah. They just they wanted to age him, make him look like he's like a gonna hang like out. He's, he's forty five. Like, no, bro, he's not. He's not Ric Flair, right? Just give me the match with Dominic and Ray versus Seth and Murphy. Like that's if that's where we're gonna end up, just give it to me already because it's been going on for way too long. Uh, part of me thinking that uh WWE and all these other ones are doing stall booking 
or I think they're hoping in some weird way that all the shit clears up and they can have people and just save all the big shit, all the plot twists. Maybe, yeah. There's a light I it mean, just seems like standstill. AEW's running through like good storylines. Like, I don't understand what WWE is doing with these all these stalling programs. I, I just don't get it. Like, you got to keep in mind, um, Heyman was removed from Raw a couple weeks ago, so now Pritchard's writing both Raw and SmackDown. So that's there true. is a, a transition as far as. Heyman's um, thought process when it comes to booking, and then now we're seeing um, Pritchard's ideas. And from what I've seen from, from from what I remember from Raw, it looks like the matches were short, and there's more dialogue as far as interviews and promos go. That's True. that's yeah. what I got out of Raw, and uh, maybe to a lesser extent, to a lesser extent, SmackDown. Uh, so we'll see how this turns out. Um, I'm, I'd be a little worried if I was one of uh, if I was a Heyman guy, especially. You got like uh, Cedric Alexander and Ricochet, which we rarely see now. Um, what's going to happen to these guys down the road? Um, they, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. They need to change. Yeah. Well, we got we finally got to see Ricochet. He's back apparently, and they need to change uh, Cedric Alexander to Cedric the Sports Entertainer. Just put it out there. That should be his gimmick going go. forward. I don't think. I think there's probably a copyright on that name, dude. <laughs> Cedric the Sports Entertainer. It's different well, than Cedric that's, the Entertainer. That's true. That's, that's true. true. Cedric the mm. Sports Entertainer. I think they might be able to work around that. <laughs> there's a there's a little bit of wiggle room there. Vanilla Ice, dude. They could Vanilla Ice whole <laughs> situation. There's a little ting in there. There's a little ting. <laughs> um, MVP still wrestling. Um, he beat the United States champion Apollo Cruz. Um, I like where that story's going because you know they they were trying to court him and then Apollo told him to fuck off. So now they're out for revenge. Uh, that's a cool story. I can get behind that. I just don't like the idea of MVP winning or, or, or wrestling. He he shouldn't really be in the. He shouldn't really be wrestling. I think he should be giving that him, to Lashley, right? He should be giving it to Lashley. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, and that was basically Raw. I mean, the main event was the, a mixed tag match. The elder statesmen went over. If you notice, if you notice. Oh, MVP with the Big Show and MVP? MVP, Big Show. Because um, that, damn it, Vince wants Seth. new stars to be buried, I guess, on their way up. I don't know. Um, Fighter Fest was dope. Loved the entrance of Trent coming in, drop, getting dropped off by his mom. Yeah. Um, and then they went out and had a great match. This was a debate that we wanted to talk about. Is Kenny Omega being wasted in AEW? Who wants to go first? Yeah. That's all, I'll Byron. Go, go for it, Byron, because we're I'll, on the opposites. I just think, uh, yeah, he's being wasted. His he's thirty six now. I was like, fuck, he's thirty six. Because I remember a couple years back saying he's thirty or something. Barely he said, Oh shit, he has plenty of time to get into his prime. Uh, you know, and that's why it hurts me because I really wanted to see him in WWE so he can get like at least you know the mainstream success. Uh, on the biggest stage and the manias and all that stuff. Um, yeah, right now, like, he was wrestling uh, the best matches ever, like, period. Like, arguably some of the best matches in wrestling history with Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and now he was wrestling a guy, he was wrestling Converse, right? Chuck Taylor, whatever his name is. Chuck Taylor Seems and like, Tripperetta. They're a legit, okay. they're a legit team, though. Right, but yeah. I watched the match, I'm like, oh, man, how the mighty have fallen. It's crazy because we t- you guys talked about the great tag team division of AEW 
And they're why they're wasting if it's so great, why they're wasting Kenny on that? They should Kenny needs to be they really fucked up, I think, trying to play. I don't know if they're trying to play a long story, but you're you're trying to establish the brand and establish this this guy. You have arguably a, t- a top five wrestler, although I would not even say that anymore. I, I pick only because of the, how badly they booked him, I think. Uh, he needs to be, you're telling me that there's Dustin and fucking Jake Hagar feuds, there's Mox and Brian Cage feuds, and you can't find room for the greatest perform wrestler, in-ring competitor in, in, in the world like to be on that stage. I think he's being wasted, and he's only got, unless he has the same longevity as AJ has, he only has so much left. So we need to see him in these meaningful matches. Ever since AW, you can't say he's had a, a memorable singles match. You know what I mean? That's like blowing the roof off of his capabilities. As much as we give shit for AEW, or I mean for WWE not booking their star, yeah. I don't think, I don't, th- it's the same argument could be made for Kenny Omega, arguably the best wrestler out there. You, you put the company in a 50-year-old Jericho's hands, which I get, but that's a time where you crush Jericho with a Kenny Omega, or you make, that's the time that Omega has to get over because he's the best wrestler AEW got by far. It's not even close. But you yeah, got to I mean, think about this. Like I, I, I said in the chat, um, who is just as good as him that's in AEW? Nobody. And that's the point. Like that, But that's the point. They can't blow their rod on somebody like Kenny Omega and have them go after Mox and win. And then what? Who does he go after that's after that? That's when he's you build- a- the, the thing is, Kenny Omega is only as good as his partner. And I don't see anybody in AEW that's just as good as him that would put on that, like, high-quality match like Okada and Kenny. Well, and that's that's AEW's, uh, you know, they wanted to build a, a federation that has a competitor to a WWE, and you got to. Like, I, I, no one ever knew that uh, Kenny Omega was going to be this great or, you know, maybe... He's not that good, but I refuse to believe because I think Omega is up there. Okada is the greatest wrestler, too. He's top five right now. Yeah. Um, but if you put Kenny with some of these WWE guys, and that's why it's so upsetting that he didn't go there because he can put on a five-star with, I'd say, 10 to 15 guys in WWE. Like, um, I mean, easily. And I, yeah. I mean, yeah, NXT, you put him in NXT, boy, right. what the matches over. you would get. It's over, and that's why I think he made a boo boo. Like, there's nobody on. Uh, maybe AW hasn't booked him right because he can't. Like, maybe Jericho can give him that match, but Jericho's a little washed up in the ring. He's great character, great uh, what he's doing right now. But you gotta, you gotta maximize this guy's prime. Otherwise, it's it's just gonna be a tall tale. Like, oh, what could have versus you know the legendary yeah. Kenny Omega. I think right now they are telling a different story. Kenny Omega is a killer, obviously. Top right, tier right. wrestler in the world. Um, so you team him up with Hangman, and you're going to have a story there. They're part of the elite. I mean, when right. they first put that team together, there was already, like, dissension. Um, now you're, you're seeing a story where they're telling you that they're friends now. They might think differently, but they're on the same page. That eventually is going to break down, and you're going to have... Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page, and they're going to be able to go out and make a star out of Hangman and put Kenny at a, at a top level once the tag team is dissolved and they can go on the, on a singles run. I think I, I we've already seen Moxley's a champion right now. We've already seen Omega Moxley. 
wait for that belt to get on someone else, have him chase a big guy, let's say a Brian Cage. I think Brian Cage is going to win the title in two weeks. Uh, oh my God. And I would like to see Brian Cage just come in and dominate and be a force to be reckoned with, and that's when you send the cleaner, Kenny Omega, to come and reclaim his crown. Right, yeah. but I it's just wasted so much time already. Like, Well, we're wasting well, time in general in wrestling as it is. What's the rush? When, when he first signed with AEW, it was kind of like a, he lost his touch. That's what they were playing with. But over time, they kind of like moved away from that and they moved to like putting him in a tag team. And yes. um, he's still kind of working his way through that. I think this whole like working through his problems um, is still happening. It's a story that they're doing. But uh, I think that that's probably where they're going to go with, with, with it with, with what Andrew said. I trust AEW. I think AEW is going to do the right thing eventually. Um, are they stalling? Yes. Um, maybe they're waiting for that 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 king king side of Omega to come out when there's a live crowd. And I agree. I agree to, to a certain extent with Byron. He is kind of being wasted right now. But I feel like they're also telling a different story than what we think he should be doing. But y- right. you you are right with dude the matches they would have in a with uh, WWE if he was there like Gargano. Dude, they would have a, a Shinsuke match. Oh my god, that would have that would have been amazing. Like, they, they them two come back together and uh, battle it out. Oh, but Shinsuke is not Finn Shinsuke. Shinsuke is not Shinsuke. Finn Balor is not even Finn Balor anymore. True. These well, guys aren't the it, same level that, that, that once WWE gets their hands on them, they they sanitize them. You wouldn't see the same Kenny Omega that you get in AEW in WWE. You, That's one thousand. You would not see a, a Kenny that you see in New Japan. No way. That would not happen in WWE. We're never gonna know. Like, there's people who come to yeah. WWE, like 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 AJ. He's. I think uh, my expectations for him. I thought he was already old and washed up, but when he got to WWE, I think he's he's exceeded my expectations. I think AJ uh, AJ's you know. yeah AJ's AJ AJ's one of another Kenny Omega level star, um, and I'm right now he's it. feuding with Drew Gulak. Um, but like he's a worker right now, like that's his role. He's an IC champ, um, and I think that's a good place to be right now uh, for for AJ because keep he in mind, champ all- Kenny is still a champion. I mean, it's not like he's being wasted, like just wrestling AW Dark or taking on, you know, number nine from the Dark Order. He's he's put in work. He's a champion right now. Um, right. Yeah. He's a tag team champ, but like it's not there's no like golden feud right now for him. You know what I mean? In a, in a, yeah, I agree. I, don't, I come to a, the main reason why I would watch AEW is because they have a top five wrestler. Yeah, uh, he. And they should know that. They got to utilize this guy. Uh, I think they just watched the situation so far. They got to find a way to re- repair it because the use of Kenny Omega or lack thereof is is, is alarming to me. I'm like, damn, they, they when they signed Kenny Omega initially, that's one thing as a WWE fan or like a, if I worked for WWE, I would have been like, oh, fuck. That's that's the big fish we missed. And to not use that, like the, the Omega card, is, is, is to me, it's blowing it. Also keep in mind... The tag team division in AEW is stacked with a bunch of talent. Mm-hmm. And they on day one, they said that they want their tag team division to be their best division. So why not put the best wrestler they have in the in that division? Yeah. Yeah, but, te- you know. I agree. I, I, I want Kenny Omega to be world champion and be dominant and be like he was in Japan. Um, they're going a different way. Maybe Kenny's like, you know what? I don't want to do a singles run right now. I want to be in a tag team. 
And that could be uh, true too. And AEW's I mean, cool as fuck, and they're like, "Yeah, do it, dude. We'll help you make the story." Um, it could just be move. it could be a Kenny call. But maybe he's hurt. Like, I don't know because he's not even looking the same in the ring. Like some, I'm like, damn. Well, maybe he's not wrestling Okada every night, but still, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll get five star Kenny soon, but for right now, I think he wants to do a tag team thing, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah but it was disappointing watching that match. I'm like. It's sort of depressing. I'm like, fuck, Kenny. Like, put him in a in a program that like. But I think it helped make best friends a, a threat too. The the promos that they did leading up to the match made me think that, oh shit, best friends are for real, you know. Um, and I think that's yeah, maybe I mean, where they were getting with it. You kind of think about it. I, I'm thinking like AEW, like their single match, their singles guys. I, they don't really have a stacked singles. That's what I'm saying. You you need to build, uh, like uh, like, as as much as we can hate on WWE bringing a lot of people, they're pretty they're pretty stacked. They can do a lot with a lot of different people. WWE, I mean, is uh, overstacked. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing is AW, uh, WWE has so many singles wrestlers, and they can do like anything. But AEW doesn't really have that ability right now. But I think with the, all those wrestlers that WWE released, maybe they'll be able to sign some of them, like Rusev. Like that would right. be a dope one. Rusev and um, AEW would be dope, dude. It's it's it would be cool, but I like I said, I, I think they're holding off on that like key element because they know they got it, but they're like, why would we waste it now? Especially now in this time. Well, yeah. There's no there's no way they would that. waste it right now. But yeah, I mean, oh, he's only been there for a year. I mean, it's well, everybody has. I mean, you know? it's only been there for a year. But uh, Omega is the guy, and just to put him in like. I don't know, even if they did, like, some sort of feud where it wasn't for a title, but it was against the big dogs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can be a main eventer and not be the champion. Uh, Not a main eventer, but a main eventer. Right, like Roman. (laughs) Roman is pretty much a main eventer all the time. He's had that prestige even when he's not wrestling for a title. Uh, So it's kind of weird. I'm like, damn, why isn't he not the guy? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. He should be the guy, even though he's not the champion. Dick, Dick we have, I, got, we I have see not you, heard uh, from you. Yeah, I see you biding yeah, your no, time. I, I wanted you guys to get your uh, your feedback. That this so is, I can uh, wreck you all. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's not so much that. It's just I wanted I came to get your guys' like input before I, I get my, um, before I get my two cents in on it. Um, funny that we mentioned Kenny Omega. I was just reading an article right now. Um, he did an interview with uh, Natural Aristocat, and it was in response to whether he feels pressure into doing uh, these high caliber matches that if his matches need to be five stars, six stars, seven stars. And uh, just to sum it up real quick, um, he mentioned that, yeah, it's a double-edged sword really because when you set that standard, that precedent that you have, that you can have a six-star match, for some people there's an expectation that, oh, if I see Kenny Omega, this is what I expect and hope to see. And there's a lot of variables that go into making a six-star match. Now I've had, I think, four or five matches that went over six stars, I've had more than that go over five stars, but I never feel the pressure to have to deliver what one critic deems over a five-star match. So in, in his mind, he, he doesn't feel like he has to be overly pressured about it, even though the expectation is there because he's had some of the greatest matches that we've seen. I mean, the seven-star match with Okada back at, um, um, back at uh, Dominion in, in uh, 2000, back in 2017, I want to say. Um, Let's watch that match a, again. Let's watch that match and review that one. Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I, I still think I still think in my mind it is the best one-on-one match I've seen. 
Um, I didn't see enough of, of really the old flair stuff from the eighties. Um, but in my opinion, I think that's probably the greatest wrestling match of all time. That's just my opinion. Um, once again, he just had a five, he just had a five plus star match with him and him and page against the young bucks. I mean, some have even said that's probably the greatest tag team match that they've ever saw. Yeah. That match was um, fucking just, awesome. It's just, a, it's just a matter of what you think is, um, what you think is the best. Now, do I think Kenny is wasting his potential right now? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, you got to keep in mind what they're building up right now is there is going to be a split between him, him and hangman. Um, could he be the world champion now? Could he be the top guy? Yeah. I, I think it will happen eventually, but right now the story that AEW is telling is we need to get hangman. Hangman is going to be, you know, one of the top guys. Yeah. They're trying to build a lot of new talent and Omega's established. Cody's established. The Bucks are established. Uh, to a lesser extent, Heyman's really not, and that's what they're trying to do with with this feud. You, mm-hmm. We all know where this is going to lead to. This is going to lead to a split where, if logic is right, Hangman's going to go over. Omega can go over whenever he wants. I like. I don't think he has anything to lose as far as him not being over. Um, now the matches he had in New Japan, of course, you know, when you work with Okada, when you work with Ishii, with all the in ring talent they have, not everyone's going to have the same workers as, as those guys in, in AEW or WWE for that matter. So yeah. it's just going to take time. I see where they're going with the storyline with Omega. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. Let's just, let's just play it out. Um, do they need more singles guys as far as to be as far as the top talent goes? Yeah, they kind of do. I mean, they, they kind of hot shot it. Um, they did hot shot uh, Brody Lee into the main event and they did hot shot Brian Cage as well. But I, um, but with Brian Cage, I think that's fine. Um, let's see where this goes. I think they're okay right now because um, there. I think there is a long-term goal to this storyline. No, I agree. I agree. My problem with that is though, like if they're going for the whole Mega Powers Explode equivalent, the thing is, people, uh, real wrestling fans know Kenny because of NJPW and all that stuff. But right. if you're gonna compete with the WWE, you got to establish Kenny as a Hulk Hogan type figure before you have a mega power explode. A lot you of establish Kenny Omega as Kenny Omega. You, right. you establish you know who what? he is. Right, and who he is is not a mid card guy right now. You need a in order I don't to have see that. Him as a mid, he's not a mid card guy. Let's be real. He's he's a, he's been a mid card guy since he's been an AW, in my opinion. But what I'm trying to say is, if he had a world title to, match uh, at full gear. One of the big pay-per-views. Yeah, but he hasn't won. Like, in order to have... The reason why the Mega Powers Explode works so well is because those guys were titans of, like, the wrestling world. They're winners, proven winners of the respective federations. But you can have that work with Hangman and the guy coming for him. But right now, when you when you start AEW and Kenny Omega hasn't had the, the superstar shine yet, yeah, and and it then blows off. Then what's the point? Then it makes it's a downer for everybody. Like yeah, it's just I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's just two it's just two guys who are in the same level who tend to argue, which which breaks it up. Um, so it's not, I don't think it's equivalent to that. It's it's a good way to tell that story without establishing Kenny as the guy first. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what like, you're saying. Yeah, they haven't established Kenny as that uh, superpower. 
Um, right, the Super Bowl he's yeah. Kenny Omega. Joe Schmo right. that doesn't watch New Japan and doesn't know who Kenny Omega is that, yeah. doesn't recognize him that, as that's that. a criticism of um of really the elite in general right now is yeah uh, it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. I mean we've we've heard people say, well, why are the Young Bucks not champions right now, or um why is Cody losing? I mean it, it's just like a damn if you do, damn if you don't type situation with these yeah. guys. Uh, they all have the same goal of trying to get everyone else over because these guys are already over. I mean, the Bucks are over. They've been over for years. Um, Cody's over, whether, I mean, w- whether we agree or not, he, he is an established name. He came from, uh, from, from a much bigger company. He's more over than he was back, back then. Easily. Uh, 100%. Kenny, you know, 100%. Kenny's probably the most, like coming from new Japan and having these legendary matches. Um, they they can they can get over eventually, but they're telling a story of Hangman and Omega. Like we we all know where this is going to go. Keep and, in mind they're they're also EVPs of the company, so you know yeah. they're going to get shit if they put all the belts on themselves. You know, uh, right. going off it's of what you're saying, you do, damn yeah. if you don't. So yeah, is Kenny Omega on borrowed time? No, he's still got a lot. He he got plenty of time I, left. But I do un- understand what you're saying, Byron. Uh, the matches he would have in a in, with the WWE would right. be insane and like, potential stories too. Yeah, there's a lot of built stories there already. Like he used a stranger who comes from New Japan to prove his worth against. I mean, the best, dude, right? he, if you had a uh, a Kenny and AJ, like they both were like quote leaders of the you know no they weren't leaders but like they were like yeah, they were the head guys of Bullet Club right. You would have that feud at WWE. Oh man, that'd be sick. Well, and it's crazy. Because, no, you wouldn't yeah. because look what they did with, you know, the OC. They had everybody. They had the kings of wrestling at one point, and they didn't do shit with them. True. Like, True. Uh, and that was like, dude. With- that was huge when they signed them. Like yes. massive. And like they just nah, we're good. Look what Cesaro's <laughs> doing now. It is a it is a soul act, but like um. What I want is basically to be. I want. I want Kenny to be the sting of AEW. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to be odd and odd by him. This could be the start of it. I mean, you could go into like you know his descent into like madness and like. We just we just gotta wait to see where this plays out. Yeah, and I feel like maybe they're stalling. Waiting game. They're waiting. I'll I'll say this. I have more faith in AEW making Kenny the top star than WWE given uh, their track record. Oh, you got over somewhere else? Well, guess what? Start from scratch, buddy. Spend two years at NXT. Look at what happened when Nakamura went over there, dude. He was the top, top guy. And he went to WWE, and they were like, nah, dude, you're good. (laughs) Oh, you had a match? You had a good match with Sami Zayn? That's cute. Well, get used to matches like that because... uh, you're not you're not touching the main event, and then once you do get to the main event, we're not going to promote it at all. We're just going to give it to you because it's what the internet fans want. But we don't believe in it at all. I'll, I'll say this about Nakamura: like he he was one of the top guys before he came over to WWE, um, and I think him being in NXT for a while was a blessing and a curse. He was there for a little too long, in my opinion. Yeah, he was there yeah. a while, man. He was there he for a good, a good while. A really he did have a, he did he did have a good run while in NXT. But I think he was in there for a little too long. And when they finally had um, something for him on the main roster, you could just see, like, the slow dissension. 
Um, yeah. Now, granted, Nakamura wasn't the same Nakamura as he was in New Japan. He he's was a lot older now. He's a, you know? He was a lot older, a lot more beat up. Um, that strong style is gonna it it will catch up with you over time. Tell that to Ishii. I think <laughs> he, he's still going. That guy's in his that guy's in his mid forties. He's a monster. Um, but I think once you adopt it to a certain style, yeah, your body's gonna change on you. So I think maybe that has something to do with how Nakamura wrestling changed. He, he adapted to to the North American style. Um, they didn't know what to do worse, with him from the get. They wanted to make him like an artist and like, I don't know, they would like talk shit about like the way he would move and like, that was the cool part of Nakamura was the way he would like come out and like spaz out and they try to like paint him like, oh, he's an artist. Like, what? Just let him go be Nakamura. You don't have to make him like a character. Yeah. And I guarantee you that's what they would have did with Kenny Omega. I don't know though, because Kenny Omega is is undeniable. To me, he's on the level of Sean and AJ as far as you can't deny that. Like you, because there's other guys who we say are like sure shots, but yeah, I think he's as sure as anybody's ever been. Him, he's in the he's in the Bret Hart, uh, AJ category of you yeah. can't fuck that guy up no matter how much you try. Yeah. I mean, we we just gotta pray that AEW knows what they're doing and does it correctly with him. I think it's just gonna take time. We we time that he patient. doesn't even have though. Be so. He's, I think, I mean, the, like Nakamura you said, he's 36. Can you believe that? What? Nakamura's 45. Oh, yeah. shit. See? Damn. Hey, he's signed with Kenny, Kenny's got a lot plenty of, guys of time. Are, a lot of guys, something that we got to consider is um, a lot of the established talent, they're they're pretty old. They're at least in their mid-30s. I mean, you look at Seth Rollins. Seth's in his mid-30s. Kenny's at uh, 36. AJ's um, in his, what, early, he's got to be 40, maybe early 40s. Uh, Joe just turned 40. Rocking um, a sweet-ass fucking mullet now, too, Jericho's, by the way. Jericho's 47. So there's a lot of old talent. The problem is that there's not a whole lot of young talent. I mean, yeah, we got Angel Garza on, on Raw. He's in his he's in his mid-20s. Um, Andrade. Andrade's, you know, early he's in 30s. His 30s. Early, early 30s. He's, he's, um, he's been wrestling for a while. Um, Darby Allen's in his early 20s. You, That's you have MJF. That's um, another guy. They have like AEW is at least they they are aware of that. They need to put the young time. Hangman's in his Hangman's a young dude as well. He's in his mid twenties. Like he's he's the youngest guy of the group. Yeah. Oh, we and got Velveteen he, too. Ray Patin. Yeah. Uh, not, Velveteen's a different story. He um, might not even have a job here pretty he, soon. You don't know what's gonna happen with him. Um, it just seems like I I I, I think I think. They um they went cold on on Velveteen and um, whether it might be the accusations injuries Bye. whatever the case may be uh, he definitely lost a lot of steam yeah you know who I else lost it. a lot of steam I wanted to talk about this before we end the show Diarrhea Ripley God yes no. I want to mention that as well um, what I feel like that I've never seen a wrestler fall from grace in a year's time than Rhea Ripley. I don't, I don't I don't think that's the case though because she just she headlined WrestleMania. Um against Charlotte. She, she didn't so headline she, WrestleMania, but she was one of the big uh, marquee matches right. for WrestleMania. And, right. and she, she did the JOB. Right. I, it's Charlotte. What do you what do you expect? Char- and Rhea is one of those she's 23. Um she'll have plenty of time. And I think right now she she won that handicap match against a guy. <laughs> Who? So I mean that's making her look strong. I hated the fact that 
you're having this handicap intergender match, and you don't let the man do any offense to Rhea at all. If you're going to have a match like that, have a match like that. Let her, you know, take a suplex or something. But every time, I don't know, I just feel like you got to go all in if you're going to book a, a match like that, not just have him jump at her and then she dodges and punches him. Like, China I don't know. Style. They should go China style. They should yeah. really do what China should. Um, they should. To, to be fair, I mean, it's not just a WWE thing. AEW is also guilty that when it comes to intergender matches where the guy can't really lay a hand on the woman. So it's, it's I think it's more of like a sensitivity issue as far as they this going in North America. I don't know. I watched Sexy uh, Star get beat, get the shit beat out of her by fucking uh, Matanza before. So uh, that's <laughs> Lucha Underground. But, you know. That's, that's, that's different. That's but, different. Um, <laughs> and Sexy Star deserved to, it, too. When, when it comes... <laughs> Yeah, she. Uh, you hear the stories about her. Um, now with Rhea, I, I you have to make the argument and say, well, what was the plan for? What, what was the plan? Because Charlotte coming into NXT, what was going to be the end result? And Triple H had had said, you know, we have to wait it out. It's this is all in progress. Like, wait it out. Be patient. And. Right now, you look at Rhea. She just wrestled um, Aaliyah, Aaliyah and Robert Stone in a, in a, in a handicap match. Goofy fucking cornball match. And I, yeah. She got thrown into this feud with Robert Stone. I mean, is it to kill time for what's going to happen later on? I mean, I don't know who's to say. Um, Charlotte had the belt, and she didn't even get beat. And that's the thing. It did a lot of good for woman reigns, but as far as NXT, it didn't do shit for NXT. <laughs> I don't think it did anything for for Io Shirai either because no, she didn't beat Charlotte. So unless they're coming back to where when Charlotte is is ready, because remember she's actually out for for a while because uh, she's she has an injury or yeah. she's going through surgery. So maybe they're playing it up later on where she does come back and maybe they're going to have that match. I'm I'll give them that, but as far as Rhea goes, yeah, she was in the title hunt and now she's in a feud with Robert Stone and Aaliyah. What's going to happen after that? Like we don't know yet. So I'll, I'll, I'll let it play out. But um, to say that Rhea has fallen, she's, she's fallen quite a bit. I mean, at her peak before the Royal Rumble, she was on fire. She was probably the hottest star in NXT at that moment. Absolutely. Um, the fact that there was a, a fatal four-way number one contenders match and she wasn't in it. Instead, she was, uh, you know, having a goofy match with two jabrones. Um, not a good look for diarrhea. <laughs> I think she's fine. I'm, I'm not worried about her positioning because we all know she's a badass. Uh, she'll be back soon. They're going to put her in some meaningless feuds for a little hey. bit. Just Hey, Byron. Huh? So will Kenny. Well, no, but Kenny was- got him. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but Kenny's on. Kenny's older. I get that part of it. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just gotta yeah, wait. I get Kenny, that part. Wait too. it out. Kenny wasn't established in like as far as champion. You know what I mean? As yeah. the, the guy or girl. I know. I was just kidding. He's, he's a ta- he's a tag champ. <laughs> there you go. There it's you still, go. It's a big deal he in is, AEW. He is, a, he is a champion. Tag team champions are a big deal in AEW. Yeah, and I think well, as a tag team, they're like nineteen and one or something like that. Like they they're they're dominating right now. They they have an impressive record. Um, and records matter, matches matter. Um, <laughs> you guys got anything <laughs> to add? I feel like we could talk about this for hours if we wanted to. One hundred percent. 
Well, well it, um, yeah. Any of our followers think uh, Kenny Omega is being underused? Agree with me, because he is. Uh, if not, disagree with me. I don't care. Fuck you, Julio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Julio, thank you, everybody that's listening to the show, downloading, telling your friends, subscribing. Uh, we'll be back next week for another hot debate. I'm sure uh, this topic will not die. Um, and, you know, I love debate and I love talking about it. Uh, but until then, remember, we are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcasting. And we will see you next time.